Hello, and welcome to Improbable Things. I'm Jay Grace Pennington, and this is my podcast where I share six improbable thoughts before breakfast, which means six thoughts about reading, writing, or just storytelling in general. And I actually had forgotten that this was the day I was going to do this because the days tend to run together for me, but my phone and the preset alarm on it remembered, so I am up and hopefully have my thoughts coherent enough to uh, share something interesting with y'all. Let's get started. Number one, I've been continuing to work on the next Firmament book, Progenitor, and it's going steadily. I'm writing some at least every weekday, but it is also going very slowly. Um, I was wanting to finish it in the first couple months of the year, and I've basically um, got about 10,000 words done as we neared the end of this month. So I did sit down yesterday and make a schedule to see if I can get it finished next month. Um, again, I don't want to give myself hard and fast deadlines, so I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm going to be flexible with it. And if I don't finish it next month, that's fine. But I did want to make some more clear goals. And I actually did build into the schedule some days for writing less and some days for writing more. Um, so, you know, it's a process. I'm going to just experiment with it a little bit, see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to see how, how that, um, how that, how that goes next month. I'm going to try to have a couple days a week where I write a whole bunch. And then, um, the the other days just writing a smaller amount, like I have been and, um, see if we can get this finished up in, in February and then start the process of getting it released. But we'll see so far. I'm still, um, actually enjoying the process pretty well though, which is fun. Um, and I do think that it's going to be one that, is a big milestone for the series in a lot of ways, certainly a big turning point for some of the relationships and some of the things that have been building up to the series at this point are going to have big revelations and stuff like that. So, um, I think it's going to be a good one, but, um, we'll see. Certainly going to try to get, um, a little bit more work done on it. Number two, um, another project I've got going is I'm actually going to start trying to record some audiobooks again. Um, I have a couple that I'm going to try to work with my, my friend and, um, colleague Angela Castillo on. And, um, she and I have done, I've done several of her books for her and love working with her and love her writing. And so I'm really excited to do some more, some more with her. And then I, I'm going to kind of use that. Basically the problem is partly time, but more place obviously I can't record during the day because there's lots of noise all the time in my house and I can't even like get up early and record or anything because it's all right for, for this, because this is, you know, I'm just chatting with y'all. It doesn't have to meet Audible's standards of quality necessarily, but, um, even in the wee hours, like my house is just, it is right by a highway. And so there's always just lots of noise from outside too much. And there's no, like, I don't have any walk-in closets I can go in, which is what I used to do. So anyway, all that to say, I did think of a solution, um, a place that's available for me to go occasionally and record. So I'm going to start trying to do that. If it works well for these projects, I'd really like to try to, um, redo the first ferment book because the audiobook that's out there right now is the first edition or the second edition. But anyway, um, and then 
I'd like to try to finally get some of the rest of my books done. So we'll see if that materializes for now. I'm only committing to these couple of small projects. Um, but, um, I'd like to just see where it goes and, and just see, you know, if that process, we, we, we kind of have some new ideas on things to do with audiobooks. So I think it's going to be exciting, but for now I'm actually going to go tonight, try to get some stuff recorded and we will see if that works out. Number three, I shared last week that I was about to go to my book club and I had no books picked to share for our fight night or for, for us to choose um, from, you know, for the rest of the year. I wanted to bring a couple of suggestions. So I ended up bringing two books. So one was Middlemarch by George Eliot, which I know is like a big classic and I've always heard of it, but never read it. And it is on my to read list for the year. I still intend to read it. And I think ultimately there was a couple of reasons it didn't get picked for my book club. One is because it's super long, <laughs> but also someone else suggested the grapes of wrath. And basically the, the, the ladies ended up wanting to choose one classic for the year and grapes of wrath got picked mostly again, I think because it's a little bit shorter, <laughs> but, um, but I have almost also wanted to read more Steinbeck. I've only read one really short work of his and was really impressed. So I'm not upset about that at all. I'll still be reading both of them. I'm sure, um, Lord willing. So there was that. And then I picked also a book called awakening of miss prim. And I can't remember the author's name, but it was just, I've shared with y'all many times that I want to read. I'm trying to read eventually all the books that are suggested in book girl by Sarah Clarkson. And so I basically just scrolled through that list and picked one that I thought would be a good fit for my book club. And this seemed like it fit the bill. It seems very cozy. It's something like, I'm trying to remember the synopsis, this lady working as a librarian in some small, you know, European town. Like it just sounds like a great read. And then also it sounds like it would be easy to find some, you know, good food inspiration for making food for, for the book club night. So that's my book that did get picked. And I think we're going to be reading that one in May. So anyway, um, those were the ones I went with and I'm going to try to be reading both of them this year, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see if I get to them. Obviously again, middle March is very long, but, um, that's okay. I'm trying to slow down in my reading this year a little bit. So, um, it might be a good year for reading longer books like that. So number four, mainly the time that I do get my reading done is at, um, our rest time or nap time, which is basically after lunch, everyone gets settled down in separate rooms. The very little ones take naps. The bigger girls just play, look at books. Um, so occasionally they'll have days that they can play a game on their tablet. You know, we have different things that they can do. And then I will take that time. That is my reading and writing time. So I'll settle down with a snack and read for a little bit. And then I'll do my writing, you know, occasionally there's, or mostly always, there's some chores that need to get done in that time too. So that's the tradition. And it's very important to me that we have some quiet time. I think it's good for everyone to have some quiet time, some alone time. That's what I always grew up doing. And I think it was really good for all of us, for me and for the family. So anyway, um, that's what we do. However, we did something a little different one day last week, my husband was working on replacing our dishwasher. And so he had a lot of lights, a lot of the electricity off in the house. 
um, not everywhere, but in several of the rooms in the middle of the house, you know, just to be extra safe with electricity, which I really appreciate. And so there was no light in the living room where I normally sit to read. So I went into the bedroom, which is where my uh, four-year-old April has her rest time. And she has like a little mat where she rests on the floor and just reads her books, plays with toys, listens to, you know, CDs, whatever. And so I could peek in there. I was like, Hey, I'm going to come in here and read for a little bit since there's still light in here. So I laid down and read and then she kind of laid down to like, she wanted to take a nap. And I thought I want to take a nap too. And then I just felt this prompting, like I should ask her to come up here on the bed with me and rest. And so I was like, Hey, April, you want to come up here and we'll take a nap together. And of course she was like over the moon, she got her little toy panda and jumped up there with me. And we, we kind of like napped a little bit for a while and then she fell asleep. So I was going to like sneak out because the electricity was back on and go do my normal stuff. But she kind of woke up. And so I said, Hey, I just got to go um, do a couple of things, you know, how, well, you can keep resting. And she said, are you going to come right back? <laughs> and so of course I just had to, I went and just made myself my snack and I came back in and I said, all right, I'm going to read in here. You can keep just resting if you want. So she read one of her books for a little. And then she just cuddled up on top of me and fell asleep. <laughs> and so I was just stuck there for most of the afternoon. And I had my book. So I was just reading and just enjoying that. Because, you know, they get so big. Like, she's so big. She She slept on me longer than any of my other babies, I will say. She's a very cuddly girl. But... Just that sweet moment where kind of, you know, I wasn't going to get writing done that afternoon. I, you know, was just stuck for a while and it was such a sweet little time to just have my, you know, big, one of my bigger babies, you know, willing to cuddle up on me and just sleep. And it was so sweet. And I think it was good for, for her too, just to have that little special time. So anyway, I did get um, the book I was reading at the time finished because I was stuck there reading it. So um, that was just something that was a reminder to me of why I try not to have hard and fast deadlines and to be willing to be flexible. And it's because I want to make sure that my kids and my family comes first and that if there's a moment like that, that is just so valuable for for us and for our relationship and for our memories, I want to be, have the freedom to be able to take it. And I'm so blessed that I have so many opportunities for that. So anyway, it was very sweet and, um, just, yeah, just really a, a good reminder. So number five, my currently reading, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the title, so I won't, but I am beta reading the next red rain book by Rachel Newhouse. And, um, I think what number is this in the series? Like maybe six or seven. I can't remember because <laughs> there's also all these little like side stories and stuff. So anyway, I'm, um, really excited to be, um, able to get to read one of these. It's been a while since I've read the last one. Um, or at least it feels like a while. I don't actually remember when it was, but, um, anyways, I'm about maybe like a little more than a third of the way through and I'm really enjoying it. Like, even though I'm supposed to be giving my thoughts on it. And I am. And there's a few things that I've given suggestions for. Um, but overall already, I think it's a really good book, really well written. It's really pulling me in. 
Um, I'm really enjoying all the relationships, which is, you know, kind of my favorite part of stories and storytelling. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm supposed to finish that by the end of the month. So I think that that should be able, that should be, I should easily be able to get that done. But, um, yeah, y'all are definitely in for a treat when this one comes out. And if you haven't caught up on the series, um, you should do that because I think this next one is going to be kind of like in, uh, in my series, it feels to me kind of like a, a turning point for some things. And that's always exciting, especially if a series has gone on for a while. Um, it's good to get like some things shaken up and changed up. So that's all I can say. Obviously I can't give any details, so it's not my book, but I am really enjoying it. So number six, I saw this little comic when I was on Facebook the other day, they tend to give me a lot of like writing related content. Um, so sometimes the algorithm does its job correctly <laughs> and obviously it's hard to explain a visual you know, little web comic in, you know, words, but I'm going to do my best. Basically it was like, um, the first was like how, how you think it works. And it was like this little, um, guy or this kind of like, just, these are just like little, like nondescript, like not people, not animals, you know, just like little, little dudes. And there was this dude called like, um, motivation. And he was, you know, just interacting with another little guy called like goals or dreams or something. I don't remember. And, and kind of like shaking hands with him and being like, hi. And they were like working together. So then that was, that was, you know, how people think it goes. And then it was like how it really works. And there was a little tiny guy called willpower who first had to turn the key in the motivation dude's back. And then the motive, the motivation guy was able to pick up the goals or dreams or whatever it was and carry it. And so that probably doesn't make any sense at all, but basically it was, uh, I thought it was like just a cute little way of making the point that I thought about a lot and that I've really had to adopt in my writing and really any goal. Um, everything from writing to house cleaning to any, you know, any, any goal that I have. And that is, I've also, I've generally thought of it as sort of that inspiration versus perspiration thing. You know, the whole Thomas Edison genius is about 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And I think that's pretty much any creative endeavor also is that there are going to be those moments where you like feel super motivated or, and, or inspired and you want to do whatever it is and you're excited about it and you feel great while you're doing it. And you know, all of that. And those moments are great and they are important because I do think without those, it would be much, much harder to summon long-term the willpower that it takes to accomplish something hard and, and something that, especially that takes a long time, like writing a book, but it really is mostly going to consist of those times when it's not exciting and you don't feel inspired and you feel like every single word you're writing or every single, um, you know, piece of whatever puzzle it is that you're trying to accomplish is just, I always, I always love the metaphor that it's like pulling teeth. Like it just feels so difficult and even painful. And you just like, Oh my goodness, like this is 
hard and it's not fun and I'm not good at it. And you know, that is most of the time doing something like that. And I think that's why a lot of people, like almost everybody wants to write a book and it's very hard for me for years and years. I dreamed of writing a book and I wrote a lot, but I would never finish anything because you get mired down so easily in those times where the motivation and the inspiration are not really present. And you have to be willing to just ride on the willpower and the perspiration for quite a while. And it is hard. Like it's very hard. And you just have to kind of be able to keep your sight on that end goal and on why it's important to you and just keep choosing it. Like that's been my only way that I'm able to, to get anything written and work toward goals consistently is, is that, that's it exactly is the consistency is making sure I am doing it, whatever the specific, you know, goal I've set, whether it's, you know, daily or a certain deadline or whatever it is, making sure that I'm consistent in meeting that goal, whether I feel like it or not. <laughs> and that is hard. Like I have to sit down and be like most of the days, even now that my, that my writing on progenitor is going pretty well and it hasn't been the most painful yet, but still, I would not sit down and do it most days if I had not committed to doing it every day. And I just don't feel like doing it. And even though it's not on the more painful end of the spectrum, it's definitely not on the, this is super fun and easy, you know, end of the spectrum all the time or most of the time. And so I'm just having to sit down and do it anyway. And the, the good thing is I've done it so many times now with my books that I know the feeling at the end and I know that it's worth it to have accomplished that and to ha be able to share that story with others and that all is worth it totally. And also I know that I'll generally look back at what I've written, which feels very bad at the time. And number one, it's not actually that bad. And number two, you get to, you know, edit it and fix it and, you know, get some people's opinions and go in and see what might be the problem with it. You know, it's the work that I'm doing now is worth it, even if it's not perfect. So having had that experience multiple times, I'm able to look back on that and know that the grind is going to be worth it. Like it's going to be, it's going to get me where I want to go and help me accomplish my dreams. But yeah, it's just, that's, that's what I've always said too. When I say like that writer's block doesn't exist because I hear people talk about writer's block and Oh, like I have writer's block. And so I can't write. And like, you can still sit down and type out words, even if they are like, feel like the worst words on the face of the earth. <laughs> and that's what you have to do. Like you just have to push through it and it's not fun and it's not easy. And what you're writing might not be good, but it's something and you can push past it and get back to the inspiration again and get back to something that will help you be able to fix those parts that are not good. And it's just, it's just this process where you have to, um, force yourself to be in the place doing what you need to do. And then, you know, ride through those times when it's, more of a struggle and enjoy the moments where it's more of a delight. And that is how you get long-term goals and projects done. 
And um, anyway, so that's something I have to remind myself a lot of every day when I don't feel like writing, which as I said, is most of the time, which it's so weird how that works. <laughs> I love writing and I want it to be a major part of my life, but so much of the time it's not what I want to be doing. And I'm sure it's like that in any creative pursuit. It's just, there's times that it's really hard, but if it is sort of what part of what you're made and called to do, then it's worth it to put in the, the effort and put in the, the times when it's hard. So anyway, that was just on my mind yesterday and I thought I would share those thoughts. So thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully my thoughts kind of cobbled together thoughts early this morning were coherent and um, helpful or enjoyable for you. And um, please let me know as always, um, just any of your, if you have some books on your to read list for this year, I'd love to hear about that. Maybe find some to add to mine and um, any thoughts that you have about either whether it whether you think of it as willpower versus motivation or inspiration versus perspiration how you navigate that when it comes to your um goals and and your own mindset in in things that you want to accomplish i would love to discuss that so anyway thank you again so much for listening hope that everyone has a great day and a great weekend ahead and stay improbable bye